Well, hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast here. It's um, Chat Sapphire again. And I really do appreciate you all listening in and, and seeing what I have to say, not seeing what I mean, listening to what I have to say. And I really hope you're enjoying this uh, podcast. And my whole reason, I just want to reiterate and remind it to you all that the reason I actually am doing and love doing this is um, to get to sort of introduce these lovely birds and all the different birds to you. So you can go out yourself and go and look at the birds and, you know, get your binocs and your your bird um, your bird guides, as I've mentioned, I think, in episode two, where I talk about the different types of binocs, which you can get. And go out there into the gardens and, and, and the countries and go and identify all these uh, beautiful creatures or birds that are flying around, because there are so many of them here, especially here in South Africa. Um, and... Uh, the thing that I try and do, you know, as I said, is you know, I try not get too um, scientific with them because there's so many, so much other information. If you get a, uh, a very good book on birds and you can read into, like, what I'm going to talk about, uh, it's going to be the widest, and uh, that you can get and you see how many eggs, the size of the eggs, the the look of them when they're juveniles, when they're young, when they hatch, how long they're there, when they incubate for, whether, and there, there's so much. So much, so much information that uh, we can give out, but um, there's a lot to, and I'd be talking all day, but I don't want to get too scientific. I really want to make it as simple and easy as possible so you can get out there and have a look at those, these birds. And as I've just mentioned now, and the species I'm actually going to talk about at the moment here now is the uh, widers. And there's actually four of these widers. Um, in our southern Africa, but I'm only going to speak about three. The fourth being the broad-tailed paradise wider, but it's a little bit uh, above our borders to the north or the northeast of our, of our of our borders. But here in southern Africa, we have the pin-tailed wider, the long-tailed paradise wider, and the shaft-tailed wider. And uh, these are the ones that are actually found in um, South Africa. So the first one I'll talk about is the pin-tailed wider. The one thing that um, these birds, these these widers, they're actually in Latin. Um, that actually means um, widow. So this pintail wider, or I think all these widers, are commonly called the sort of the widow bird. But okay, let's just get back to this pintail wider. Um, normally, and listen, I I can tell you this for 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 most of the widers um, during outside of the mating season. They, 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 they're very small birds, and for example, this pintailed wider can actually just look like a red bull quella because um, they, they're very, very similar. But the thing is, with this, um, the quella is slightly bigger, and it's got more of an orange bull because the the bull of these um, uh, these little pintailed widers, or, or even the widers, they sort of get a little bit dark and they don't go as bright because you'll see that during the mating season. All the most beautiful colouring comes out, and um, with this one specifically, it's got a very, very red beak. It's got like a black crown uh, with a black back and and a beautiful long black tail. But the rest of its body is all white. And uh, when you see this uh, black and, and white, with these long little tails flying around with this chirping way, uh, chasing all the birds, um, as you'll notice. I'll just get to that just now. Uh, with uh, it's very identifiable with this uh, beautiful red bull. Um, now, all the, all of these widers are um, parasitic brooders. 
<clears throat> in other words, what I'm trying to say is I think I, I have mentioned this in one of my earlier episodes about uh, parasitic brooders. They actually find other birds to host their eggs for them and bring them up. So they themselves don't have their own nest. Um, so they'll go and lay their eggs in a, in, well, this one specifically, this long-tailed, um, uh, pin-tailed whiner, is, uh, will normally go and find um, a common wax ball. And in some cases, the orange-breasted uh, wax ball. Uh, in extreme cases, I know that uh, people have seen them move, uh, using the sweet wax ball, but much, much to a sort of lesser extent. Uh, I have seen the males, uh, and you will see, like, during breeding season, especially the newer ones, they they will be seen feeding together in a, in, in in one like area. But once the male has found his own little uh, breeding spot, as it were, and a place where he can perch and be there um, full time, they will actually um, chase anything away from their uh, territory because this becomes their little spot with their little uh, food around. They've got nice grass and you know a lot of seed around and. And water, they get very aggressive to any small um, sort of grain-eating birds that's, that come down and, and will vigorously sort of chase them away. And even doves, they'll, they'll move them around, away from their sort of uh, feeding area because they are actually, this is the area where they're going to do all the uh, displays and attract the females to. And if it's a very good area, that's got a better chance of bringing the females to them. So they'll find one or two or three females during um, their little time and um, will do their best to um, to move on from there. Uh, actually, they're, they're very known uh, for this feature that I'm actually talking to you about because um, every time I talk to people about these widers or this pintail wider, um, people say, oh, is that that little bird with a long tail? It chases birds away all the time. Very, very aggressive. And, and that's, that's actually what uh, one of their the main features are, but only during the uh, mating season. They, you'll find them. They, they they generally feed in sort of open areas, and uh, what they do, nothing. All the not a thing. All the um, waders basically they sort of kick away the soil with their with their two legs, and then they kind of jump back, and then start poking away for seeds, and uh, that's how they sort of um, feed themselves. You'll see them on the ground, like scraping away at the grass and jumping back and then taking out the seeds that they've found. Um, with this pintail wider, when the female enters the area, <laughs> they'll begin their mating dance. I tell you, it's, it's something to watch. If you, get, if you get time to watch these birds, just watch in a certain area, especially when they come back to the same little area and they, and they start doing their little stuff. Um, they'll f sort of fluff themselves out and stand upright and they'll, uh, they'll shake their wings and then uh, they'll do this beautiful sort of little aerial display. And... Um, once he feels that he's done enough to lure the female to him, he'll go back and he'll fly down to his little spot. And if she sees what she likes, she'll fly next to him. And of course, they'll do the little thing together and copulate. And, um, but one thing is, is the fact that the, each male um, has a slightly different display sometimes, but uh, it helps them to sort of get their new colors as quick as possible. And the sort of the longer they, the um, tail, the better. So it's easy for them to get up and shake this tail around when, they, when they're flying in the, in the sky. But uh, um, 
the one thing I do know that um, that if this particular female really enjoys this male, she'll dips, move up, and 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 sort of copulate with them. Uh, and sometimes um, the truth is, if the one female really like, does like this this male, they will she will actually also now and again sort of um, chase away some of the females from from this area. Strange, but true. <laughs> so, so there you go. Okay, now once they've they've done their bit, <clears throat> the female is now um, ready to sort of deposit her eggs. She'll fly around and find a, a host nest, and she'll observe it for a while, and she'll just pop in quickly there, and uh, normally will eat the host bird's uh, eggs or the egg that uh, she wants to replace it with, and then she'll lay her own in that nest. Um, they can normally be found in most of South Africa, so if you, you know, even at home where you are now, you put some seed out there, and after a while you might even start attracting uh, this bird to your garden. But um, they won't be found in the really dry areas of, of, of the Northern Cape. It's got a, a really specific call, and I can tell you now, I'm not going to try and imitate this bird, but uh, this is what it actually sounds like. Well, I hope you actually got some of that, so you can know and actually sort of uh, hear that bird. But it's very, very. Uh, it's not easy to sort of um, try and identify that sound out in the in the in the areas and to um, identify that sort of sound. Saying, "Yeah, you know, this is actually a, a pintail wider." But um, anyway, a little bit more of that um, a little later. We um, now going to move to the. The next one that I want to talk about, and um, that's the long-tailed paradise wider. Um, the, this bird is only very, very, very slightly bigger than the um, pin-tailed wider, but um, it looks a lot the same. But there's definitely not. Um, it's also got a very long tail. But its tail is a lot more sophisticated and then it's a lot wider than this. And, and the sort of colouring is, 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 is slightly different because where the pintail is very, very white. You'll see that um, this sort of is like a dull beige colour of the body. And uh, its head is, 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 is fully black. It's got um, a full black head and it's got a black bull and not a red bull. So that, that part alone was actually sort of help you sort of identify and this is only wider in South Africa that's got a very wide tail and then I'm talking it's quite wide um, it's got a very like reddish colored chest uh, black wings uh, all the way through although the pin, pin tail wider has got white in its in its wings mostly black and white uh, which I didn't mention just now but the uh, but this one here the long-tailed uh, paradise wider is, is, is all black and, it's, and as I said the rest of his body is this dull Kind of like beige color, almost like hay, almost like hay. But what you need to do is is to go into the the books, and um, the uh, sort of bird catalogs, or even on your computer, and actually have a look at these uh, birds um, and any very good field field guide, and and have a look at these beautiful birds. 
Um, this water can be found in the sort of north western parts of, of South Africa. And I'm talking about including the Kruger as well. And some of it can actually stretch down towards sort of the northern parts of KwaZulu-Natal. Um, this has also got its own, um, it's got a different total uh, call. It's like a very drawn out whistling sound. I'll play it for you just now. But unlike the pintail wire, it, it, it also can mimic its, its, its host call. Um, <clears throat> it'll also lay its eggs in a host nest, and their hosts are normally the green-winged petilia. And I haven't spoken about those yet, but I will be speaking about them fairly shortly. Um, what the female does, once she's copulated and got these eggs ready to sort of come out, they'll, they'll look for the nest of these uh, petilias, and they'll sit in a bush and observe them for about 15 minutes sometimes. Then they'll investigate and jump into the nest, and then they'll eat one of the eggs and replace it one of with um, one of hers. Um, the, the, the male also has a particular way of, of courting the female, very, very similar to the um, pintail wider, and they all have their own little uh, way of sort of displaying. And um, But with this male, with this very, very long um, or thick tail, he finds it a lot easier to actually find a female. <laughs> Um, most of the, these widers, as, as I've spoken to you about before, and I'm going to repeat myself a few times, they, um, once they've found their little spot, they, they will defend it and uh, will keep it because, if, especially if it's near water and it's a good spot, uh, they don't want any other birds coming and interfering. They need to attract as many um, females as possible. But let me play you um, the call of, of, of this um, long-tailed paradise wider, you'll see, as I said before, it's got a very long, drawn-out sort of whistling sound, like, like this. Hear that? Can you hear that? It's got that long, drawn-out little whistle. Okay, I hope that was enough for you to actually hear the actual uh, difference between the um, talks uh, of uh, between the sort of pintail wider and the the other one, uh, the, the pintail wider and the um, long-tailed uh, paradise wider. You know, I suddenly realised uh, this very next bird. This is the shaft-tailed wider. And I think in the beginning I said a shaft-tailed paradise, paradise wider. Apologise. It's actually, uh, I think I might have said that, um, but it's the shaft-tailed wider, and um, this little bird is actually, it's like, it's like, and in between, between, you know, between the pintailed wider and the long-tailed uh, paradise wider, it's, um, it's got the same sort of colouring as the uh, long-tailed um, paradise wider, without the reddish chest, but it has a much longer, thinner tail. And uh, that of almost that of the pintail, but even thinner than the pintail. And right at the back, it expands, it's got little expanded tips to them, almost like paddles. So you see these long, little, very thin tails coming back, and they've got these little, like paddles on the, on the, on the, on the end, end of them. Um, 
And the the difference with this one is when he does find it. Listen, what I'm trying to say is all these wilders will do the same thing. They will defend their territory. They will chase away the different birds. <clears throat> and they'll try and keep what they've got for their own. And uh, this little chap does the same. And when a little lady approaches, the difference here, he, he'll get up and he'll fly over her. And maybe over, uh, sort of hover over for about five minutes, jerking his tail up and down, or even just sort of holds onto a perch sometimes and flaps his wings crazy. And then, of course, once she's happy, well, you know the you know the rest of the story. So um, the hosts of these ones are mostly the violet-eared waxball. I haven't spoken about these ones as well. And uh, per the others, a female will normally remove the host egg and eat it before replacing it with her own. But wow, to think that uh, it's crazy if you think about it. these birds, doesn't matter where they are, they might be the tip of Cape, they might be up in North Africa or overseas, but they do the exact same things all the time. And I'm talking about all different species of birds. It's just incredible to know that every single, you know, like a weaver, as I spoke before, will, will sort of weave its, uh, like a village weaver will, will weave its nests a certain way everywhere. It'll all look the same. And it's just amazing that these little wax balls, I mean, these little widers do the exact same type of procedures. Um, there are other uh, wax balls that are used as hosts for this um, shaft, the shaft-tailed uh, wider, but it would mainly be the violet-eared wax ball here in um, South Africa. Uh, these little um, shaft-tailed widers can actually mostly be found only in the sort of northern reaches of southern Africa, but only in the sort of really arid regions there. Um, they've got like a very warbled call, uh, and, and then they're known also to sometimes mimic the, the violet-eared wax bull. So listen for yourself. I'm going to play this call now. Okay. It looks like mostly these grain canary type uh, sound to it. You can actually hear that. So um, that's the sort of uh, sound that they they would normally sort of give. And uh, as I said, very, very much like uh, the uh, seed eaters. And uh, anyway, folk, um, these are really sort of interesting birds. As I said, just to sort of recap, they've got these beautiful colors. Uh, so we've got the pin-tailed wider, uh, we've got the um, shaft-tailed wider, which we've just spoken about now, and then of course we've got the, uh, which one I've just spoken about, the long-tailed paradise wider, just to put that into perspective. And uh, they all got this black and white, or black and beige type of look about them, but the one thing that's very, very noticeable among them all is the fact that they have got this, uh, these beautiful long tails. Um, uh, to these birds, and they 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 really really interesting birds to watch, especially during sort of their mating seasons. But um, I can't tell you enough; it's it's really important just to sort of go out there and um, try and find these these uh, these these beautiful um, birds. The shaft-tailed wider um, does look a little bit like the uh, pin-tailed wider in as much that it's it's got like a black crownish it's not as um darkish in, in, in the in the beige area as the um 
is the the long-tailed uh, paradise, um, but it's got no white in its wing. It's just got a pure black wing at the back, but you can tell it just from this uh, from its tail. It's got a very sort of pinkish um, uh, bill as well. But uh, really, I encourage you guys to go out, guys and girls, but I call everyone guys, um, to go out there and, and, and try and find some of these birds that we speak about, that I speak about, uh, during all my different series on this. So get out there, get a good bird uh, guide, some books as well, and or get one an app on your on your phone. I tend to use um, Roberts quite a lot, and I also use Cecil. Um, the apps are, are very good, got very good calls, very good uh, pictures and photographs of the birds, and it's easy to identify some of these birds uh, quite easily from that end. Of course, it's also good to have the sound effects, uh, so you can actually listen to the bird as well and identify it that way, so you know exactly what you looking at and and actually listening to so that's all i have for now uh, folk i just thank you very much again for listening here um and uh from me um cheers until the next time bye